I'm Pete Smith, the Director for the Centre for Disability Employment Research and Practice. And welcome to Party of One, our new series of broadcasts, uh, podcasts, sorry. Uh, unlike our previous set where we did those as live podcasts, we invited guests from around the world. This series is a little bit more informal um, and these are about making observations. This is about making observations from what we're seeing in practice, from what we're seeing in our own work. Um, so these will be a little bit shorter. Uh, they'll be a little bit random, as a matter of fact, they'll be very random. But we just wanted to shine a light on some of the things we're seeing in our practice. Now, we haven't done a podcast since uh, September last year. Uh, we did 18 in a row and they were really well received. But since then, uh, in the post-COVID environment, one of the things we've done is we've created our Work First Disability Employment Program. And it was on our plans uh, for well into the future to actually deliver employment services directly so we could get some live feedback, so we could deliver employment uh, in its purest form um, and adapt and evolve the, the practice model. Um, and we started that um, last year, and of course, clearly, now we're six months into it, and it's it's a result of of families coming to us and saying, look, you need to be able to help us. Someone's got to help us. Can you help us? And of course, we take the view that everybody is employable and we're going to do our darndest to make that happen. And of course, the NDIS gives you that opportunity. But like everything, nothing's ever perfect and we see some really crazy things out there. And that's what this is about. So let's have a, a bit of a brief chat about some of those things. It'll be a bit longer chat, to be honest. So what are we seeing? Well, one of the things that we do when we work first is we believe that it's not simply about helping someone to find a job, to find meaningful employment, to develop a career path, but also about working with them to help them to develop a voice, to become a stronger self-advocate in their own life, to self-determine their career and their future. So for us, we work along those two streams. One is about the employment, but one about one about one is about developing the individual and assisting them to grow. And often these these aspects we see, this growth we see, is in areas that people go, well, what's that got to do with employment? You know, if, if, if all of a sudden, through our work with our, the client, working with the client, they develop a goal, one of those goals is they want to take, you know, greater control over the aspects of their life, like, well, hey, making their bed, which might sound kind of not that much of a big deal but you know what for a lot of people it is I don't know about you but when I get out of it I just throw the sheets back you know drives my wife nuts but that aside we're seeing things where clients all of a sudden have taken greater interest and control over aspects of their life they are doing those simple things now how does that relate to employment well those are tasks and those are tasks that are being completed so clearly it illustrates the client can take control can do things uh, more things than most people think. So these are really important little steps and they illustrate things and these are great observations that we see. So we like that. You know, we've seen some really interesting things. Kids mowing the lawn, something they've never done before. Uh, parents never thought they would and they set it as a goal and they've gone out there and they're mowing the lawn and this is just brilliant because all of these things illustrate to us that these are people that have the potential, that have skills, that we can take those observations and go, where does that make sense? You know, um, what can we build onto that to actually help the client achieve their employment goals? You know, not to be sneezed at. These are really important. And some people would say, well, if it's not employment, well, guess what? It's skills. Employment is skills. It's just another skill set used differently somewhere else to produce a different outcome. So why wouldn't we do that? 
So some of the other random things we see is if you think about the NDIS, it's all about choice and control, which is your choice and your control over your destiny. But randomly we come across local area coordinators and planners who kind of go, well, you know what, it might be your choice, but we're going to decide for you. And they, the client wants to pursue open employment or an employment that's meaningful to them, but the planner in the LAC goes, no, we're only giving you money to go to a day service because we don't think you can really work. So we're just going to send you to a vocational day service where you know, basically someone will look after you all day. That's a nonsense. At what point in anybody's life does some random person get to say what you can do? The, LA, the NDIS is about you and your goals, not about the LAC and their observations and their thoughts. These people don't go out with you. They don't know what your life looks like. So what gives them the right to say, hey, guess what, you're not going to pursue your goals. We, you're going to pursue the ones that we think you're capable of. Well, that's a lot of big BS. Well, call it what it is. It's bullshit. So that's just nuts. And, you know, and this is an illustration of system failure. And one of the things we've seen over the years, increasingly, you know, families work really hard to assist their children to have a life in the community, to lead the fullest life that, that they can. And then they have some random person go, yeah, no, not going to work for you. So it's little wonder that one of the things that we do see is, we, and we take a zero exclusion um, view of things, and that is that everybody's employable. It's up to, up to us to work out what that looks like, you know, what it looks like for the client, to work of the client, and help them pursue their dream. You know, they will be successful, and they will be successful on their terms. It doesn't matter what our terms look like, it's their terms. So often what we see is when we work with family is, is, is they are so relieved that someone is prepared to work with them, someone wants them to work with them, someone believes in them, that they break down. You know, and that's when you sit there and you say to yourself, what the hell are we doing to people? You know, that we've so failed families that when someone does stand up and go, you know what, we're going to come on that journey with you, that they fall apart, you know. And it's one of the reasons in, in many ways that from that observation, when we developed our practice model, we always felt that we had to do counselling with the clients, workplace counselling around assisting them to develop the natural support and the appropriate behaviours and responses in the workplace. But increasingly what we're seeing is that we're actually working with the families and doing family counselling around their anxieties and, and, and their feelings and their emotions around their child actually starting a journey that everybody said, yeah, not going to happen. You know, they've had that through the school system. Yeah, not going to happen. You know, the, the system in many ways takes the easy way out. And the easy way out is to say, no, you can be a special person and you can go to the special place over here and someone look after you and don't worry about it. That's your life. Well, again, I'm calling bullshit on that, you know, and I'm sorry, but I did say this was random and I did say this was going to go in some odd places based on our observations, but gee, I get annoyed when I see that sort of thing. It really, really grates on me and it makes me question sometimes, how the hell do we change this? You know, you look at on social media and you see people screaming out for help with, from frustration of a system that just doesn't listen to them. Yeah, I know it's all about dollars and cents, but you know what? At the end of the day, this system is for the individual. And they're the ones we have to listen to. They're the ones we have to respect. And they're the ones we have to work with. It's not about them having to work with us and, and them having to be molded to our way of thinking and our way of doing things. We have to walk towards the client and go, you know what? We're coming with you. 
you tell us what you want and we're going to do our darndest to fit into your life and your routine and make it possible for you to have the life that you want. So, okay, I'm going to stop there. You know, that's enough randomness for one session. Um, I hope I haven't annoyed too many people with this randomness. It'll get a little better and I'll get a little less frustrated and a little less emotional about this as we go along. But, hey, if you've got any thoughts, anything you'd like to discuss, drop me an email and maybe we might go live one night and we might have a whole night full of randomness. It might sound weird, might end up sounding like a comedy show, but what the hell? Hey, we're here and this is what we want to do. We want to get out there. We want to explore what's going on in practice and see if we can make it better. Thanks for listening.